not not quite my tempo. Five, six, seven. What's up, guys, and welcome to the Cinemarbles podcast. My name is Joel Anderson, and I'm joined by Scott Rosala to talk all things film-related. And particularly today, we'll be discussing which actors we think will soon be the big stars of tomorrow. And then later on, we'll also be sharing some of our worst movies that we've ever seen. But first things first, Scott, has there, has there been anything that you've been currently watching that you would recommend? Yes, yeah, so... I can actually name some things that I'm watching that I wouldn't recommend first. Oh, really? <laughs> um, yeah, so I actually, th- this might make you laugh, but last night I started watching just random movies. Um, I kind of took a break from my Marvel and M- MCU kind of recap, and I started watching something else because it was getting too repetitive. You know, you can only have so much superhero yeah. <laughs> um, action going Look, on. also getting old. So, so I was on HBO Max, actually. And I came across a childhood uh, memory and decided that I was going to watch that. Uh, it was the Tom and Jerry movie. Have you ever seen that or heard of that? It was like an oh, an- the, the an- new one. Yeah, it was like an animated movie, and then it had like some. Uh, it had a pretty decent cast in it as well. Um, but it was like an animated movie. Oh, are we talking the old one or like the new one that just came out? Like the new, the newest one that just came out. Okay, was it so any I- good? <laughs> So I started watching that. Um, no, I, I and I say no <laughs> kindly because you know Tom and Jerry has a lot of history, but I felt like whoever um, and I'm kind of looking up the the facts of it now. I, I kind of watched it on a whim, but I felt like whoever directed it and whoever created it, I felt like the storyline was kind of soft. Um, I felt like it didn't feel like Tom and Jerry, if that makes any sense. So like I felt like it didn't like yeah. obviously you have the you have the cat and mouse chase right. I mean that's that's like you have to have that. If it wasn't in the movie, I don't know how the movie would even be oh, made. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but overall, I felt like the movie just could have been a little bit more creative, and it wasn't. Um, other than that, what I'm watching now, any new stuff? I feel like I'm recapping a lot of things. I'm rewatching a lot of shows. So like obviously, if you're out there and you haven't seen like Breaking Bad, um, Prison Break. Um, the Marvel movies, uh, Flight Attendant on HBO Max, anything like that. If you guys haven't seen that yet, go ahead and go watch that. The Flight Attendant's obviously new. It just came out um, in November. Um, And then The Walking Dead. Um, I'm big on The Walking Dead. Episode two of this season just came out uh, last night. Uh, Very good. I'm not going to spoil that because I know a lot of people um, do watch that and any of my friends listening, um, (laughs) I know they watch it as well. So I'm not going to spoil episode two, but this season has definitely picked up tremendously on on the show. And actually, ratings are starting to bump up a little bit too. I don't know if it's because people know that it's coming to an end. but it's been awesome, it be, yeah. and yeah, it's 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 getting better every episode. So that that's five episodes or five shows I'd say to go watch. Yeah, that's I've been I've been uh, recapping the Marvel uh, movies too. I haven't been watching all of them like you are, uh, but like we've been skipping around. Uh, just haven't really watched like a lot of the solo movies, just like mainly the main ones that like are essential. But uh, speaking of that, there's also the, what's it called? WandaVision. Uh, the series finale was Friday. Uh, have you started watching WandaVision yet, or are you still going to wait? Uh, not yet. I, I do want to watch it, but I'm probably going to wait until I finish them all again, just because you know, I'm kind of weird like that. Um, the OCD and me oh, kind of yeah, I, would, I would do the same. 
Yeah, you know, it, it's like for me, I gotta watch them in order. Like, if I'm gonna watch, that's like watching Breaking Bad. Like, I'm not just gonna like randomly on a whim just watch season four, episode five. You know, I'm gonna go and watch the whole thing. Over. <laughs> yeah, like I feel like, and that's a lot of people even with like music too. Like, I know my dad, he he won't just listen to songs; he listens to the entire album. Uh, <laughs> so I guess that's maybe that's his way of doing the same thing. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, I guess uh, getting started, let's uh, start talking about these young actors, or even like, not even young, but can be older actors who are well-seasoned, but they just haven't been in the spotlight yet. Uh, but let's yeah. talk about those guys. Um, so when I talk about like the next big stars, I mean like stars like uh, Al Pacino or Robert De Niro, uh, like a few decades ago, or even like Leonardo DiCaprio or Brad Pitt, or like Angelina Jolie, the past, they've been the big stars of the past 20 years. Uh, and people like Margot Robbie and like Chris Hemsworth and all the Marvel guys now. Um, yeah. So yeah, just talking about like up and coming stars. Um, who would you, who would you have for the next like big stars and in the, in the next like five or ten years? So I think some people might argue with me, um, but I am going to start with someone a little a little more well known. His name's Tom Holland. He's twenty four years old. Um, he's an English actor. He actually got started. I don't know if you know this. He got started in 2008 to 2010. He actually did musical theater, which was surprising. Yeah, to he me. was really I, young I don't when he started. Him. Yeah, I don't picture him as a musical theater guy, but I guess he was. Um, and then obviously he began his film acting in 2010. So he is relatively new. I'd say, I mean, that's like, like an 11 year gap. So he is very relatively new. Um, and then I'd say around 2015 is when he really got known. And that was his uh, Captain America Civil War movie. That's when he kind of came out as the new Spider-Man. Um, he killed yep. it in that movie. And now he's been having a bunch of movies since then. Obviously, all the Endgame movies, the the Avengers movies, his own Spider-Man movie. Um, and then he's been in a couple things recently as well. He was in Doolittle not too long ago. He was a voice actor in Spies in Disguise, a uh, voice actor in Onward. And then he came out with a new movie called Cherry. That one's coming out on uh, Apple TV, I believe. And then he's also got another one that just hit theaters this past weekend um, called Chaos Walking. And that one looks very good as well. I have not gotten to see that, that one yet. yet. Uh, yeah, I haven't gotten to see it yet, but I'm hoping um, this this weekend coming up, I'll be able to see that one. Um, but yeah, I, when I look at a guy, obviously you could say he's pretty known. I mean, the Avengers really <laughs> yeah. helped him, right? I mean, the Avengers and Spider-Man really, really helped. 100%. But I think a lot, but you look at some actors, the reason I have him on this list is because he's popular now doesn't mean he's going to be like a legend, right? It doesn't mean he's going to go down as one of the best. I mean, we've seen uh, Shia LaBeouf have <laughs> a very, very good start to his career. I mean, he was doing and he kind of reminds me of a Shia LaBeouf because when Shia LaBeouf was around that age, you know, 20 to 24, he was doing holes. He was doing um, the Transformer movies. He was, you know, all those things. He was doing uh, Disturbia, right? So, I mean, he was coming out and he was really popping. <laughs> Um, and, and you still see him, you still know of him, but I don't think I'd put Shia LaBeouf in the, the GOAT category. And, you know, obviously he's got a lot of years left. I believe he's still in his like mid thirties, maybe early forties. Um, it's like a Daniel Radcliffe too. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot that can, that can wiggle there. So that's my argument with that. Yes. He's popping off now. He's doing very good stuff now. He's known now. Um, but let's check back in like six years and see, see how he's doing. (laughs) He has an, um, uncharted movie coming up. Did you ever play the games? I'm I'm pretty excited for that, but also uh, since it's a video game adaptation, they don't really there's not a very good track record for those. 
Yeah, I I did not play the games. I know the games. Uh, I know a lot of people who have, and they said they really enjoyed them. Um, but I feel like he does fit that character um, of Uncharted, so I think he'll really, really look good in that. Yeah, I hope it's I hope it's good. I hope he's gonna. He's a good actor, so I don't have any trouble seeing him not do well or act well in the movie. Yeah. But yeah, I guess we'll see. Um, another Marvel character, uh, not character, but another Marvel actor that I think, um, I also had Tom Holland on the list too, but I also had Elizabeth Olsen um, just coming yeah. off of WandaVision. I feel like she's the next, she's going to have a big focus on her in the Marvel, uh, in Marvel going forward. And I feel like she's going to get a lot more movie deals now after the big success of WandaVision and Endgame. I agree. I agree. But we also know that uh, her sisters, <laughs> who starred in <laughs> um, you know, Full House, they didn't really build off of that. So like we said about Tom Holland, you really got to see where they go from that. Now, I think you know, with this one, she's got WandaVision, and WandaVision's huge. But I believe that's only one season. Obviously, she's been in Endgame and stuff yeah, like that and, and all the Avengers. But um, you know, WandaVision's over. So that was like her, her kind of – I don't think she ever gets her own movie. And I could be wrong. Is she? I don't believe that's in the works. Uh, she's going to be in the Doctor Strange movie. I think she's like one of the main characters in it. But like, but like her own, about her main own movie. You don't think she's getting her own, right? I doubt that. No, I haven't heard any rumors. So we'll see how how they build off this. I think the MCU is kind of dying. I don't know how much longer they're going to milk this thing. Um, so if she can break from this and start doing her own thing, then yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. I think she could be one of the next rising stars as well. Um. A younger version, though, a younger girl that I think is coming out, who's been in a lot of stuff, is Katherine Langford. Now, a lot of you probably know her if you are Netflix watchers and, you know, you're around the ages of probably like 15 to maybe 25, maybe even a little older. I'd say you know the show. It's called 13 Reasons Why. Very big time show. Very controversial show as well. Yeah. That, that one came out in 2017. Um, season one is where, where she was in, and then she did some cameos in season two, and I think she even came around in like season three a couple times. But um, she played Hannah Baker in that show. She's an Australian actress. Um, she's done a lot. She's done a lot since then. She kind of came into the uh, into the scene a little later. I'd say around 2015. So that was about six years ago, which would make her what like 18 when she got like really into film acting, which is pretty good. Um, since then, she's appeared in Love Simon. And Knives Out. She was also a, uh, a supporting actor in that as well. Yep. So she she has been doing things on the scene. She's got some upcoming movies coming out in 2021 called Cursed. It's a TV series that was released in 2020, uh, but I think it got pushed back because of COVID. And then I believe she's coming out in another movie in 2021 that does not have a title yet, um, and it's in pre-production. So that one still has to be filmed. Um, that'll probably get pushed back as well. Um, so, yeah, she's got a lot of stuff going on. She's been in some very good things. I she's one of my up and comers that I think could be uh, very good. She's also going to be Hawkeye's daughter in the Hawkeye show too, isn't she? I believe so. I believe so. So I don't know how big of a character that's going to be, um, but just being I think in she's that movie be is going to help. Really? Well, like she's going to take over the mantle. If she, I don't know if she's like a, I don't know if that's already a character in the comics. I don't really read the comics, but. I think she's like taking over for Hawkeye, and that, that that's like what the show's about. I've read comics, um, but not all of them. I mean, I've read like the Spider-Man comics, the Hulk comics, and Captain America. I dabbled in some Batman and dabbled in some uh, Iron Man, but the other characters I'm not too fond of comic-wise. Yeah. 
this is there's a lot of them. Yeah, it'd be hard to read all of them. Um, another young actor actress. Uh, we both uh, going over before this. We both uh, had her on our list. Was uh, Anya Taylor Joy coming off of the Queen's Gambit? I feel like she's gonna really blow up, and she's already been in some big movies like um, like Split, and uh, she was really good in The Witch too. If you haven't seen that, is she in uh, The Crown? Um, I'm not no, sure. Maybe not now. She's in uh, Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders. Another that's British what it show, was. That's show. what it was. Yep. But yeah, I feel like she's really going to start blowing up and getting more movie roles, more starring movie roles. Yeah. I mean, she's been, like you said, she's been killing it. I mean, she, I feel like she got really well known in Split. I think her character in that was very good. And then obviously she had another role when Glass came out. She kind of played a small role in that, not as big as Split, but, you know, she wasn't that. Queen's Gambit, I think she she really blew up in because that show has been killing it. It's got like over an 80% of Rotten Tomatoes. Um, Very, very popular show on Netflix. Won the Golden Globe, too. Won a Golden Globe, yeah. She's getting recognition for it, too. Uh, like you said, Piggy Blinders, and then she's got some new movies for 2021. Um, this is just two of the five that I saw: Last Night in Soho, which looks like it's coming out in 2021, and then Ooh, yeah. it, uh, Laughter in the Dark, which looks like a possible thriller. So I think Last Night in Soho is a horror movie too. She's been in a lot of horror movies. She has been in a lot. I, I actually really didn't even pay attention to that because Split was technically horror, and then um, so was Glass. The Witch, the, she's in that too. That's a really, that's a pretty scary movie. So she's in some pretty it. dark. I have not seen The Witch yet. No, I might have to see that now because she's really good. So I, I would like to see some more stuff that she's in. Um, but I, I kind of put her on the same uh, stage as I put Tom Holland. Now, I think Tom Holland lucked out a little bit more because the Avengers and like the Marvel Universe <laughs> yeah. is so big. Um, so anything that he does, I mean, think about it, that. And then he did, I mean, you can't really knock his voice acting either because Spies in Disguise had Will Smith in it as the main character. And that animated movie got a ton um, of props for that as well. So, I mean, I put them on the same pedestal. I think Tom Holland's doing a little bit more. Um, but being the same age and being, you know, actress and actor, I wouldn't be surprised if I see them uh, co-star in a movie down the line. Yeah, I could see that too. They're both British actors too. I mean, and then I have one last. I I have one last actor. This one's not an up and coming or up and comer. I should say he is 34 years old. He's been doing this for a while. Um, It's Penn Badgley. If a lot of you probably know, I don't know if I butchered his last name, but a lot of you know him from Pretty Little Liars. He's from 2007 to 2012. Um, And then he also, this is a fun fact. He started his career in 1999. He was a voice actor back in Mario Golf. You ever played that game? Yeah, he was the, uh, he was, I don't he was think the kid. I did, no. He was the kid's voice in that in that game, 1999, which is insane. Um, most recently, he finally got a starring role in the show You. Um, he plays Joe, and he's kind of that's okay. like a that's like a thriller. It's very very good. If you haven't seen that one yet, highly recommend that one's on Netflix. Yeah, he's he's good in that. And then he's got some upcoming uh, here today and birthday cake are coming out in 2021 as well. So those are some up-and-comers for him. I also believe the U Season 3 is coming out in 2021, but there's no official um, date on that one yet. Um, but yeah, he's he's my up-and-comer. And the reason why is because U is such a good show. And I feel like once an actor in television gets really big and gets really noticed from a TV show, they have a very good shot at a movie title. And I think we talked about this in the first episode where... you know, Yeah, we the, did the acting game is so like it's so big where you kind of start in tv unless you get lucky and start in a movie but a lot of them start in tv and then they kind of graduate 
to movies and i think that that's where he's uh he's heading very soon i have um i have also two i have two more one's kind of cheating i think uh, but they're both not young anymore but they're still i feel like they're stepping back into the spotlight at least one of them stepping back in the spotlight the first one is robert pattinson uh he was in twilight obviously he was one of the biggest stars in the world then and then he kind of yeah. dropped off and started doing just like indie movies a lot like uh, daniel radcliffe did but mm-hmm. now with like the batman and using tenet uh, i feel like he's coming back into like the big blockbuster movies and i feel like he's here to stay this time uh, especially if the batman does um if he gets a lot of acclaim for that i feel like he's still gonna he's gonna be back in the it's like one of the biggest stars in the world again well, I feel like he he had some um, some social stuff going on as well. I know who was the girl actress that was like the star in um, uh, Kristen in Twi- Stewart. They didn't they have like a, a thing going on? weren't they going to get married or were they married or something? And then she yeah they they were dating with the director. Yeah, that was uh, Snow White and the Huntsman. Uh, pretty sure. Because yeah, you're right. He did kind of go after that. I mean, Twilight. I mean, we we date all the way back to like 2008, I believe, for that. Maybe even yeah. Before. I think the final one came out like 2012. I think yeah. Uh, but I mean, he, he started way two. back in 2004, and then you're right. He kind of took a little bit of a break, not from acting, but maybe from like the big scene. And then I'd say he kind of got back in the game around 2020. I mean, he was in Tenet, which was a big blockbuster movie, and then now he's coming out in the new Batman. I, I I believe he can he can bounce back, and the reason why I think you put up a good fight was he was good in Tenant, he was very good in Tenant, and now he's in the new Batman. He but looks I, really good as Batman. He does from what we have seen, but I think and maybe I'm being a little too harsh on him because I know he's considered the the most perfect male or something. And they did like a scientific <laughs> thing on his face. Yeah, I swear to God, they did like a scientific like thing on his face, and I guess he's got like the most perfect dimensions you can ever have. I don't know. You can look it up. It's insane. But I think this is a make or break it because he's finally starring. Has he ever starred in like a big blockbuster film before? Because I don't believe he has. Uh, I don't think he's been the Twilight. Lead. Yeah, but I wouldn't say he starred in that. He was a supporting character, I think, because Batman, he's the star. So I'm pretty sure this is like his first real blockbuster film that he's the lead in. I mean, unless I'm wrong, but I think that's... Uh, Especially on the scale of Batman. On the scale of exactly what this movie is going to be. So I think it's a make it or break it. If he does very good, I think he'll keep bouncing forward and keep uh, improving. Um, I think if the movie flops, he's going to, uh, you know, I don't know. We'll see. But... I'm hoping. He's an incredible actor, that, though. <laughs> he's good. He is very good. I and and I don't I don't disagree with that. I just think his movies aren't very good. I mean, if you really look at what he's got, I mean, obviously Tenet's on there. Um, hopefully, this new Batman will be a good one. And then he's in the Twilights. But if you really look at his uh, anything in the middle of that, he wasn't in anything too great. You know. He has two movies that I love: The Lighthouse and Good Time. Uh, they're both A24 produced movies, both indie movies, and they're he's both he's incredible in both of them. Uh, if you haven't seen either of those, I definitely recommend them. Especially Good Time. It's like a crime thriller, and he's like literally in every single scene. He's the main focus. Yeah, I, I have not seen that one yet, but I do. You know, I like those recommendations. I might have to check those out for sure. Uh, you said you have one move more. On, yeah, before we move on, just one more. Just talk about it briefly because uh, we both like him. Uh, 
Jesse Plemons because came off of Breaking Bad. He's been in a few movies, uh, but I feel like he's coming into the spotlight more now, especially with Judas and the Black Messiah. And now um, he's going to be, I think he's starring in Martin Scorsese's next movie. So if, and he's a really good actor. Uh, I feel like he's going to start to get more recognition now that he's in these bigger movies. Yeah, you know, he's gotten, he's been around um, for a long time. And, and I think you're right, because you want to know who I compare him to? I kind of compare him to a Brian Cranston in a way, because Brian Cranston's been around for a long time. I mean, he's been theater acting forever, which he actually prefers. Um, he's been theater acting he's forever. He's turned 65. Uh, Just turned 65. And not only that, he, I'd say Malcolm in the Middle is when he really got recognized. I'd say that was like his first big role. And then after Malcolm in the Middle, obviously came Breaking Bad, and that's when he completely took off. And then after Breaking Bad, he's been in, um, oh, what's the one with Kevin Hart? Uh, oh, uh, I know what you're talking about. You know which one I'm talking about? Where he's like the caretaker. He's very good in that. And then I believe he's also in Vice, right? Or is that not him? Um, Maybe not. Not remember. Vice. <laughs> but but point being, he, he really got really started late in his career, just like Bob Odenkirk. Um, and I kind of think that's really where he's coming in here uh, with with Jesse Plemons. And the reason I bring up Jesse Plemons is because he's been around forever. I mean, he started back in, uh, have you ever seen Like Mike? He was Ox in Like Mike as yeah. a kid. I mean, that's like a childhood movie for me, and he was like maybe 11 in that movie. Yeah, he's only he, 33 right now. I mean, and he's, he's, still, really he's, had a, he's been in a lot of things. It's because he's been going around forever, and then he was in Friday Night Lights, the TV show from 2006 to 2011 as Landry Clark. Um, very good in that show. After that, Battleship. Battleship's a very big movie. Breaking Bad, 2012, 2013. He played Todd. Uh, kept doing some more stuff from that. More and more. We go to Fargo in 2015. But he's never... He was in Black Mirror in 2017. That was a good episode of Black Mirror, too. He plays a very good episode. He plays, like a, he plays an asshole really good. He was in Game Night. He was in Vice. He was in The Irishman. He was in El Camino. So he's been in a lot of stuff. Then he was obviously in the Judas and Black Messiah. He's got some new stuff in pre-production, um, Killers of the Flower Moon and the Power that's of the, the Dog. That's the Scorsese movie. Yeah. So he's got two, um, and he's got one in post-production. That's Jungle Cruise. So he's got a lot coming out in 2021 after coming out in Judas and the Black Messiah, and that one's hands down probably going to be um, up for uh, an Oscar. I would say Best Picture. It didn't. It got skimped, yeah. I think, in the Golden Globes, but hopefully. Best picture that gets in there. Yeah, all this, him and especially all the other people we've talked about, they have a lot of potential going forward. Uh, all relatively what, though, young. He never has had a lead. He's always been a supporting cast. Have you noticed that? Like He's also in Spy All of them I've seen, yeah. Really? He yeah. He would have been pretty young. And when I that. say, and obviously when I say... Uh, when I say like a big lead, I mean like a lead in a blockbuster film. So obviously he could have been a lead in like something smaller. He's also in Black Mass. Wow, I forgot he was in Black Mass. Um, and he was in Bridge of Spies as well. So he has really been around. I'd say he's got a very good shot to be an up-and-comer, like star, because he's already, I mean, he's established himself as an actor, obviously. He just really needs to get out there and, you know, get a lead. So hopefully that's in his near future. He really reminds me of uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. If you've seen any of his movies, I've seen a ton. Yeah, 
he has he has that vibe to him, and he's a great he was a, he was an incredible actor too. You um, want to know what Jesse Plemons is? downfall is though and What's and that? i don't mean this in a bad way because jason bateman's the same way and, and there's a lot of actors that do this um but he he has the same accent in every movie and i think it's because he can't really change it so i'm thinking maybe it's, that's why he has very, a, his voice is very distinct too that might be why 100 100 percent. so i think that's why he does the supporting character role a lot and the lead is usually for people that can do a lot more diverse things unless you know obviously it's like a taken or something like that you know because <laughs> because Liam Neeson doesn't really change anything either but yeah for the most part i think that's why but we'll see like i said we'll see in the future all right let's move on to um some of the worst movies that we've ever seen and i'll let you start what's one of the worst movies that you've ever seen in your life oh man i've seen a lot I've seen a lot. Have you ever seen The Children of the Corn? The like 80s movie? Or it's an, are we talking it's an the original old, one? It's an old horror movie. Are we talking the like original one or one of the sequels? The original. I have seen that one, yeah, when I was really young. I felt like it was horrifying and I hated it and it hated me wanting to go drive past any corn stalks. <laughs> <laughs> I was surrounded by corn growing up too. So it definitely yeah, had an effect on me too. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'd also say 1997's Batman and Robin. Have you ever seen that oh, one before? Oh, God. The one with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Oh, it was so bad. It was so bad. I actually think that it got one of the lowest ratings on, uh, on uh, Rotten Tomatoes as well. I'll tell you what. I've, I'm ashamed to admit it, but I watched a lot of like the, the parody movies growing up. Like the... Okay. Like the scary movies and like epic movie and meet the Spartans and stuff oh, like that. Oh, so like scary movie four and stuff. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. God, they were so bad. I don't know how I enjoyed watching those movies when I was young. Yeah, I got a more modern movie for you. 2011. Have you ever seen Jack and Jill with Adam oh, Sandler? Oh God, that's on my list actually. For <laughs> it's so bad. I think he won. He won the Razzie for best worst actor and worst actress. I'm pretty sure that it year. was so bad. There was also another one. Have you ever seen that Christmas movie? Now, I think it's awful. And you're probably going to think it's really good. Elf. Which movie is that? Elf? You don't like Elf? Do, do you like Elf? I mean, it's not the great. I, it's not the greatest uh, Christmas movie ever. Does it um, feel like a Christmas movie, though, in all in all honesty? Because I, I don't think it does. Like, I think when it I'm feels like a Christmas, Christmas movie to me. When I'm thinking Christmas movie, I've also movie, though, grown up watching it. But I'm thinking like Christmas and the Cranks. I'm thinking a Christmas story. I'm thinking Jingle All the Way. Like those are the movies that I'm thinking Christmas. Deck the Halls. Like I don't know. I when I, but see I'm also not a big fan of uh, what's his name. Um, uh, Will, Will Ferrell. Ferrell. Yeah, not a big really? fan. No, he's he's hit or miss for me. Uh, depends on what. Like I like Talladega Nights. He was he's funny in that. He was Blaze good. Of Glory. Kicking and screaming. Step Brothers. Have you seen Blades of Glory? Blades of Glory was good, but I like Owen Wilson a lot too, so probably helps. Um, what? There's a lot we'll that I, this part out. <laughs> you know, there's, there's a lot that I think. I mean, even with um, even the Batman movies, I think they were all pretty bad before the Dark Knight. 
I, I would not say there was one good Batman, and, and that's even saying with Ben Affleck's Batman. I don't think any of those. To be honest, has there really been a good DC movie? Um, I the one the first Wonder Woman was okay. Um, the second Wonder Woman wasn't good for me. Um, I did. Have you seen the director's cut of Batman versus Superman? Yeah, that was pretty bad. You didn't like the director's cut? No. I thought it. I thought it improved the movie a lot, but um, so? it still had a lot of flaws. Yeah, that. But see, that's why I'm I'm hard on movies. So if a movie does have a flaw, I, I liked uh, Man of Steel. Actually, that was probably one of the few I did yeah. actually like. Yeah, Man of Steel was good. It wasn't Amy Adams in that as well. Yeah, yeah, that one was pretty good. I don't think it really killed the box office, but from a movie standpoint, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, I guess Joker counts too. I like Joker a lot. Oh, the Joker so movie was awesome. I mean, that, a standalone DC movie that it kind of reminded me of, uh, you know, it reminded me of a Dark Knight kind of movie, you know, because they weren't based on the comics. It was kind of its own thing. And I believe yeah. that's what the Joker was as well. I think they're going to, DC movies are going to be a lot better when they're not trying to um, connect everything like Marvel does. Oh, without a doubt. Uh, there is one horror movie. I actually have a couple horror movies. Uh, one is The Wicker Man with Nicolas Cage. Have you seen that? It's that's that's a movie that's so bad it's good. He's comically bad in that movie. He's completely over the top. <laughs> I have not seen that one. <laughs> There's a part where they like they put they put like a helmet of bees on him and he's just screaming. He's like, "Oh my god, not the bees!" It's <laughs> it's terrible. There's, see, but horror movies are hard because there's a lot of bad horror movies. So we could sit here and knock every single one. You like, go on for weeks about like La, La Llorona. Have you ever seen La Llorona? Oh, I hated that movie too. I just watched that for the first time. Oh, it was so bad. It was probably that was probably one of the worst horror movies I've ever seen. Uh, there's one on Netflix. It's a Netflix original. It's called The Open House. It's with the it's with the guy from Thirteen Reasons Why. I forget his name. But, um, the the guy that plays Clay Jensen, um, I like think the main, so. The main character, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's the black haired guy. I he has the glasses. Black hair with glasses. I mean, he had glasses in the movie. Maybe not. You're not talking not really about uh, Dylan Minnett, right? Or my net? Yeah, Dylan that's Minnett? him. That's him. Okay. I was gonna so say he, Dylan he was in that. Was he good in that? No, it was single-handedly one of the worst movie endings i've ever seen in my entire life really so i shouldn't watch it, it no it pissed me off it was it was that bad <laughs> oh man and they got a decent cast i mean i think brandon flynn the guy that plays um justin is good like i said Catherine langford's in that one she was in season one she was a cameo in season two christian navarro i think is very good and alicia bow i think are all very before good the actors. ending it wasn't that bad it was no it was no like movie you'd ever oh, want to watch again. Man, but. if we're gonna talk about endings, Bird Box, talk about a movie that actually was like good. Oh, it man. had Sandra Bullock. It had a decent cast. MGK made an appearance, and the ending <laughs> was so bad. I, if if you haven't watched it yet, you're lucky. I'm not gonna spoil this one because it hasn't been out for super long. But get on that because it's been out for like three or four years. But come on, that movie might have been one of the worst movies I've seen in my entire life. All because of the ending. The ending just made the whole movie. I bad. hated the ending too. That was and it it had such lackluster. good potential. Such good potential. But yeah, again, and it would, didn't would really you make a lot that, of sense either. Would you consider that a scary movie, though? Um, 
it was more thrillery is uh it's just it's like a the quiet place like a um kind of a not spinoff what's the knockoff yeah, the quiet place it's but, a quiet it's a quiet place vibe but i think quiet place obviously did it so much better do you yeah, remember do you know which one came out Redbox. first uh i think they came out this both they came out the same year did they really i think the quiet place came out maybe a few months before bird box I'm not Bird entirely Box sure on that. came out December 21st, 2018. And A Quiet Place came out September 17th. Oh, wait, no, sorry. Wait, wow, wait. There's a new release date. This is this is very new. Breaking news on this podcast. Um, <laughs> a Quiet Place actually came out in 2018. I don't know the exact date. But A Quiet Place 2, September 17th of 2021. So I know a lot of people were wondering really? that. Yeah, the first time we talked about it, we didn't know a release date. Um, to September 17th, 2021. There you go. That's like a whole year and a half after it was supposed to come out, too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was supposed to come out April of 2020. <laughs> so thank well, you, thank God, for that. I've really, been enjoy- <laughs> I've really been looking forward to that movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, are there any other movies? Uh, any other terrible movies on your, your mind? Uh... I'd have to say if I was going to leave with one last movie that I thought was really bad. I mean, like I said, if you're going to go scary movies, you can name 50 of them. If I'm going to mm-hmm. go with a movie that should have been good but flopped, Dunkirk. You ever seen the movie Dunkirk? Like Dunkirk? I haven't seen it yet. That's one of the few I thought Christopher Dunkirk Nolan movies was... I haven't seen. Then I don't want to ruin it for you because you should see every Christopher Nolan movie, but... I believe it was good. It had a good story. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, Scott, it's because you don't know the history of, you know, <laughs> England. And all. I was like, no, that's not what it was. It was just the, the only thing I'll ruin for you is y- you never saw you never saw who was shooting. So anytime I knew, I knew that already. Yeah. Anytime you ever see the, the enemies. <laughs> like, what is that? Like anytime they're in the plane, they're flying, you know, they're going through battle. You never see shooting you just hear gunfire and like tom hardy will look up and look to his left and look down and whatever and make it look like it's this dramatic thing that's gonna happen and then nothing happens <laughs> that's the only reason i thought the movie was bad because it had, the action just did not make any sense so well, maybe Kirk, fi- uh, now that I, I already knew that so maybe i would appreciate it more now that i I, can, I already. I won't have. Uh, I won't have that look to look to look forward to going into the movie. I mean, we'll see. But I thought it was pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> it is on HBO Max, so I, it was on my list. I'm definitely. Is it really? It if it's on HBO Max and you can watch for free, go ahead and and crush it out tonight. Get on there, and watch it. <laughs> we'll see if the girlfriend wants to watch that. <laughs> Before we end the show, though, because I know we're coming up on uh, 34 minutes here. Before we end it, I'm gonna leave you with one thing here. Do you think Emily Blunt and John Krasinski are goals? Are goals? Both, like, relationship goals. Both famous actor and actresses, both married, and both in the same Quiet Place movie. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be really <laughs> you know cool. What I mean? Like, imagine having a wife and imagine, like, He made starring. the movie, too. He directed it. That's what it. I'm saying. Yeah, he's a screenwriter, and it's his story. So not only is it his movie, but then that means he also killed himself. And not only did he kill himself <laughs> in the movie, 
but he also, you know, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the first one, sorry, figure it out. It's been out for three years, but, <laughs> you know, the fact that he killed himself, and now I'm pretty sure Emily Blunt is with another man in the next oh, movie. Oh, really? What, what is he trying to say here? Like, what's he trying to do? <laughs> he wrote it. Nah, I'm just messing around. But yeah, that's uh, that's the last thing I'll leave you with on this episode. <laughs> well, um, if you guys have any... Uh, if you guys want to share any uh, terrible horror movies... Uh, not horror movies, but just terrible movies in general. Or um, some actors or actresses that you think will be the next big stars. Uh, you can follow Cinemarbles on Instagram, at Cinemarbles. And... Uh, leave a comment, message, uh, let us know what you think. And um, thank you, Scott, for talking today. It's been fun. Of course. And uh, to whoever's listening, thank you. Hope you enjoyed our discussion. So, yeah, until next time, this has been Joel Anderson and Scott Rosala, and we'll see you soon.